So for the last three months, I'd say, I've been all over the Cowboys as a Super Bowl team in 2021. And the good news about me, Jess, is that I tend to be right a lot of the time because what I do is I don't look at what happened last year. The media, the sports media have these blinders on believing whatever happened last year will happen again this year. And now in the NBA, that's probably the case as we've gone through a number of uh, seasons in the NBA over the last 10 years where you kind of know what's going to happen. In the NHL, that's wide open. Major League Baseball, very wide open. In fact, I killed Major League Baseball last year. Not literally, even though there's no Major League Baseball, but with my predictions, they were just spot on last year. And the NFL is a little easier to predict, but... Uh, there's always surprise teams, and I don't know if the Cowboys are a surprise team anymore, but I think they're going to be in the Super Bowl this year. Am I crazy? I would hope not. Um, <laughs> I mean, I definitely think they're the front runner in the division, so that means you got to put them in the upper percentile of Super Bowl contenders, and based on what we've seen from them the last few years, like if you really believe Jason Garrett was what was holding them back, Mike McCarthy's here now, and hopefully that opens up some new opportunities yeah indeed hey welcome to uh, nfl reckless speculation it's your weekly dive into well uh the reckless speculation bold predictions all kinds of crap like that when it comes to the nfl and it's your good friend it's your pal it's your compadre it's tc everybody how you doing what's going on the big show today well we're talking to jess haney from what wait blah, 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 blah. I was going to say uh, Cowboys Nation but that's it's Cowboys Nation on Twitter for insidethestar.com and you can follow uh Jess on the Twitter as well at cowboy addicts not addicts but uh, addicts I always I always, yeah. that that word in analytics always get me so there you go all right, so one of the things we wanted to do today I thought would be fun with Jess would be to kind of go over the Cowboys schedule for 2020 and just do some reckless speculation on uh, how many games they're going to win and then see where we're at at the end. And uh, and then you already know them. I, I think they're going to the Super Bowl. I think it's going to be Pittsburgh, and it's going to be old school. Pittsburgh and the Cowboys in the 2021 Super Bowl, so... Rematches uh, galore here from uh, previous decades. So, anyways, so let's jump right in. I'm a little, uh, I'm a little out of sorts today. So, because it's, uh, I, I just switched to Sanka. I mean, I just switched to uh, peanut butter uh, whiskey rather than uh, just uh, straight whiskey. So, I'm, I'm really out of sorts. Uh, have you ever had peanut butter whiskey? I had a peanut butter whiskey last night. I haven't done that. I do cinnamon whiskey, but I haven't haven't tried peanut butter. Ah, okay. There you go. Nice. It's 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 very peanut buttery. <laughs> it was very peanut buttery. I was just like, wow. And I I drank it straight uh, on the rocks though, because you know I'm I'm not much of a man, so I I had to I had to have it on the rocks. It just it just I I can't do it. What about you? Are you on the rocks kind of guy? Or are you straight or mix it with something? Oh, I'm a mixer. I okay, mean, you're yeah. talking to a guy that just had a mudslide last night, so I'm no judgment. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so week one, the Cowboys are at the Los Angeles Rams. What do you think? Is that a win or a loss on the schedule for the Cowboys? Well, that's that's an interesting one because you've got to tell me where that game's going to take place. Oh. Um, there's been a lot of question about whether or not Los Angeles will be ready. 
to host that game. Um, and it was thrown out there just as of, it was just a week or so ago that um, that's a game that could very easily get relocated. Um, and if that happens, uh, I mean, it's more likely that they would just send it back to Dallas um, as opposed to trying to find a neutral site. But um, if that happens, obviously I, I do like the Cowboys chances there. Um, they, they rolled the Rams. Uh, it was one of the few very positive victories from last season uh, for the Cowboys. Um, so I, I think that the bloom is off the rose right now with, with Los Angeles after uh, their 2018 season. Um, so I, I would like, I would like us in that one. Yeah. Teams that go to the uh, Super Bowl and lose usually have disappointing seasons, unless you're the new England Patriots. I can't find a team in the last say 15 years that has gone to the Super Bowl and then kind of had a good season the following season. It just, it just doesn't really happen. So that's good news because you got the Niners on the schedule this year. So that's going to be a W, buddy boy. That's going to be a W. Uh, So yeah, for the against the Rams, I don't know. I mean, I think that could be a surprise game. I I I'm going to say that the Cowboys lose that game uh, just because I don't think the Rams are going to be as bad as they were last year. And I just think it's just like one of those things where everybody's thinking it's like oh yeah they're gonna they're gonna come out they're gonna now now the cowboys fans any cowboys fans listening are like gonna rail me but keep in mind i got them going to the super bowl it's just one loss and it's early in the season so i i just uh i i don't know i i i don't like the cowboys in that game for some reason especially if it's in los angeles if it's in dallas though it's it's yeah definitely I, i think a win yeah, and I and I can and I can feel that, especially like I said, if it if it does end up staying in Los Angeles, it's going to be the grand opening of the the new stadium and, and all that. There's going to be a lot of hype and energy at that point. Um, and and also, I do think that with the early slate of games in the Cowboys' schedule, because of all the changes, I mean, they have had almost a hundred percent turnover in the coaching staff this off season, um, with the exception of Kellen Moore and like an assistant. D-line coach. I think Leon Lett's still around. But, I mean, otherwise, it's almost entirely new coaching staff. Lots of turnover in the roster, especially on defense. I think that there could be some early season struggles because of all that. The Cowboys may not really get settled in as a team until October. So that that could definitely play a role. Right. Uh, week two, the Cowboys uh, host the Falcons. Uh, what, what's your thinking on that one? Is that a win in your mind? As long as Chaz Green isn't playing left tackle, uh, yeah, I, th- I think we'll be all right. Um, Atlanta, you know, I, it's very exciting uh, to think what they might look like now on offense. Um, but that that's one, I mean, especially if they if they lose in week one to Los Angeles, I feel like the Cowboys have what, what they need to, to do well in that game. It'll probably be a shootout. Uh, I don't love Dallas secondary going up against all those receiving options in Atlanta. Um, I don't think we have any one guy who can handle uh, Julio Jones um, right, yeah. with Bi- now that Byron's gone. Um, so yeah, that's that's go- that's it's going to be a tough one. But I, I like Dallas offensive firepower. I don't think Atlanta. I, I don't. I couldn't name one player on their defense <laughs> right now. So I, I like us there. Where do you think the Cowboys are the weakest? Is it the secondary uh, going into the season? I think I think early on, absolutely, uh, because 
even if like Travon Diggs and Reggie Robinson end up being the next great duo of cornerbacks in the NFL, it's not going to happen in week two. Right. Um, so I, I just feel like that's definitely where they've had the most turnover without clear upgrades. Like they had a lot of turnover on the defensive line, but they, I mean, Gerald McCoy and Don Terry Poe are automatically better than anyone we've had on the defensive line for a decade. Uh, so, or a defensive tackle at least. So I, yeah, I think secondary is going to be an issue and that's not great going against the Falcons. Yeah. I, 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 yeah, it's it's still a home game, and if you're going to be a Super Bowl team, you need to go seven and one or eight and zero at home. And NFL teams tend to win at home if you have a competent team, and the Cowboys clearly have a competent team in 2020. So in my mind, that's a win. So they're one and one at this point. In just a second, I want to talk about the next part of the schedule. What's going on? You have John Wanglin, one of the hosts of Wrestling With Reality. Check out our shows this week on Wrestling With Reality. We have some great shows. We have our MMA show. We look at, is Khabib Namagamadov versus George St. Pierre a reality? Why John Jones is such a disgrace to the UFC? We also have on WCW Monday Nitro Watch Along, and we take a look back at Triple H in his 25-year career in the WWE. So check out Wrestling With Reality on all major podcast outlets. Hey, if you're digging on the show, we're here every week. It's called NFL Reckless Speculation. Last uh, couple of weeks, we've uh, talked to uh, guys uh, that cover the Dolphins and also cover the Jets. And today, we're talking to the granddaddy of NFL franchises. Indeed, that is the Dallas Cowboys and Jess Haney. And you can follow Jess on the Twitter at Cowboy Addicts. And I say, I did it. I did it. I'm sorry. It came out a Cowboy Addicts. It's just one go. of those words. And it's so. cowboys. Uh, cowboys. Oh, cowboys. Addicts, sorry. Plural. So, okay. Sorry. I, I apologize. Yeah. Cowboys <laughs> addicts. It's just one of those tough words for me to say uh, because I've, I've just said it uh, in just a weird sort of way all of my life, you know? So, anyways, like, uh, what is this? It's like, I'm addicted to you, baby. You're a hard habit to break. That's like a Chicago song from like 1984. Wow. That's <clears> pulling one out of the. Uh, yeah, and uh, the website is insidethestar.com. Uh, but yeah, if you're digging on the show, uh, I'd ask you you'd subscribe to the show on uh, Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or Google Podcasts or uh, Spotify even. And then Alexa's out there, but she's looking at me right now, so I don't want to say her name too loudly. The Cowboys in week three head to Seattle. That's a win in my mind. I know everybody's like, ooh, that's going to be a tough game. No, 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 no. This is where the Cowboys make their statement. They go to Seattle they blow him out, baby. Russell Wilson's not going to know what hit him. No wide receivers in Seattle, well, for the most part. And I, 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 to me, this is the statement game if the Cowboys are going to have a great season, and I think they are. Thoughts? Uh, that That's one that, I, you know, the Seahawks, we've had an interesting back and forth within the last few years. Uh, we beat them in the playoffs, beat us in the regular season. It's it's definitely been a team that we seem to be pretty even with from year to year. I expect that to be the case this year as well. I think Seattle will be a contender. Um, the question, I honestly think they'll probably win the NFC West this year. Uh, Cause I expect the 49ers to have that post a um, little bit of post Super Bowl decline. And I don't think the Rams are going to be that great. So I, I think Seattle's the team that, they could, it's a 50-50 toss-up for me. Um, I do like 
the way we match up with them, uh, especially if our linebackers, our young linebackers are healthy and can help contain Wilson. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I would say it's a win, but it won't be an easy one. No, it's gonna, they're going to blow them out, buddy boy. <laughs> We're going to look back on this on September 28th and be like, Dang, man, this guy. Or you're going to look back on September 28th. And, yeah, I talked to this guy. He was an idiot. <laughs> he didn't know well, nothing. I, we got we got I beat 44 nothing. Optimism. I'll take it. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, week uh, week four is the Browns uh, coming to uh, Dallas, and that's that's a win. We don't really have to discuss it. Everybody thinks, oh, the Browns are going to be good this year. Oh, and they never are. So uh, would you concur with that, uh, that that's a win? Yeah, I think so. Um, we we know how to deal with uh, Odell, and uh, I, I I still think Baker Mayfield. There's a there's a Pro Bowler in there, um, but I don't know if they're going to have to find the right coaches to get it out of them. I don't know they have those. It's going to take a very specific kind of coach um, to really get in his head and gel the team. You know what? You know what? You know what advantage the Cowboys have is that they get to play the NFC East. And 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 fortunately you guys are always the NFC East is always on Sunday night football it seems. And it's just like oh, mm-hmm. well this year it'll be a reason to watch because the Cowboys are going to be good. Uh so the Giants come to town on uh, October 11th in week 5 and yeah, that's a win as well. There's there's only one loss on the schedule so far and that's the Rams. All of a sudden you guys are 4 and 1. I like it. Uh, the Gi- <laughs> the Giants are another one. Now, now this is the great like it's going to be the the Jason Garrett Bowl. I mean, is is what this game's going to be, and I, I think that the, to think that he's really going to give New York any sort of advantage with his knowledge of the Cowboys is silly. Everything has changed in Dallas, yeah, in his, in, since he left, just within these few months. Um, he couldn't give the Cowboys any knowledge, so why would he give uh, the Giants any <laughs> right, knowledge? Right. Yeah, and you know, you always know that within the division and in those rivalry games, crazy things happen. The Cowboys can go, you know, one in fifteen, and that one wins against Washington, or vice versa. Uh, it's just the nature of the East. Uh, but I do think this is one. The Giants, they they just have not matched up well with the Cowboys for a long time now, and there's no reason to think that'll start, that'll change this year. Uh, October 19th, uh, it's an ESPN game. The Cardinals uh, visit Big D. And I know Kyler Murray, very sexy. I'm living in the land of uh, the rising sun here. I am a Viking fan by trait, and you guys you guys play the Vikings. We'll talk about that in just a, in just a little bit. Uh, but uh, And I love Kyler Murray. And DeAndre Hopkins is in town now, but I just don't see the Cardinals winning in Dallas. I think that's another win for the Cardinal, uh, for the uh, Cowboys rather. Yeah. I, I love that. That's a home game um, for us. I, they are a scary young team, especially with Hopkins now, but um, yeah, it, it, that the, it has, it has been a long time since we could say that the Cowboys had a home field advantage, but that seems to have, settled in a little better here in recent years i think the crowd i think the dallas fans started to take it personally and they've been doing better about providing a a real um home field advantage as a fan base so i I think that that comes into play here 
Now the Cowboys are riding high in my mind at this point. I think uh, well, they'd be six and one headed to Washington. This is the type of game where the team gets ahead of itself, and the Redskins are probably like one in six or one in five by this time. I think this is a loss. I, I think it's just like a reality check loss where it's just like, oh crap, we, we're good, but we need to actually show up and uh, and and uh, and uh, and play. Uh, we just can't uh, show up and you know just show up. That, that was that was I, articulate, I, wasn't it? It was brilliant on my part. Yeah. <laughs> no, I totally agree with you. I think that it's it's a lit down game and it's a double of a lit down and a trap game because you've got the road game against the Eagles the following week. Yep. So there's just every reason for the Cowboys to not take this game as seriously as they should. And unless Mike McCarthy is is a true wizard of mental regulation yeah that it does set up bad for us yeah so i guess the cowboys would be five and two then if uh if if the loss happens and you mentioned the eagle game it's an nbc game of course and uh and you guys uh, go to the city of brotherly love and uh i think that's gonna be a win because they're gonna bounce back after the after the loss my take my 10 cent take i'm gonna disagree with you oh i'm I'm gonna say that this is where things get a little rocky and the Eagles who still, I mean, this is a two horse race in, in the NFCs. They're definitely close, close with us. I do think the Cowboys are the favorites. I don't think it's by a wide margin by any means. Um, and I think that playing in Philly, that, that comes into play. Uh, so I'm going to say loss here. Wow. Wow. Yeah, that that's what what is that? Three losses now on the schedule for you? Yeah, I, oh. you know, I I I'm I'm going to say and this will we'll probably see how this shakes out by the end. I don't think that Jason Garrett has been as bad as some through the years and I don't think that the Cowboys are suddenly going to be a drastically different team especially in this first year under McCarthy. Um so yeah, I mean, if we were an eight and eight team last year, I mean, I still see us being no more than ten and six this season. Yeah, yeah, I'm thinking thirteen. And we're halfway there. We're yeah. five and three with that loss, right? Yeah. Based on my count, I'm thinking thirteen and three, buddy boy. But we'll see what well, shake, shakes out here. Uh, so uh, the uh, next week is where, where 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 am I at now? Oh yeah, here's the here's the here's the here's the preview of the Super Bowl. The Steelers. Yeah, Cowboys I'll take that win, Come, yeah. especially coming off a two-game losing streak. I'll take that win at home. I think Roethlisberger's wheels will be coming off by then. <laughs> I like being I like Big Ben, and I I also think Mike Tomlin's the second uh, best coach in the NFL, in my humble opinion, behind of course Belichick. Um, and we'll I guess we'll really get a chance to see this year if Belichick is uh, the evil genius that everybody made him out to be, uh, because. Yeah, if all of a sudden Jared, if they finish eleven and five with Jared Stenham, it's going to be like, well, yeah, okay, yeah. that answered he's that the, question. He's the truth. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll say, I will say that if the Steelers win this game, it'll be because T.J. Watt has like four sacks and a fumble return for a touchdown, and um, probably throws a fifty-yard touchdown pass on a trick play too. Because we're all I don't I don't know if you know this, but Cowboys fans have been very upset that we didn't select TJ Watt over Taco Charlton back in 2017. So this could be his revenge game here. 
Yeah, but you got Taco Charlton. So, I mean, come on. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's Taco. I mean, anybody. It was like, a great two and a half years. Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's like haha Clinton Dix, right? You know, it's just, it's all about the name in some ways, you know? It's just mm-hmm. going to have a fun name. Hey, uh, so when we get back, we're going to close out the schedule and do uh, playoff predictions in just one second. Hey everyone, this is Sharon Waxman. I'm the founder and the editor-in-chief of The Wrap, the premier news source for daily coverage of the entertainment industry. I'm also your host of this new podcast, The Wrap Up, a show that gives you an insider's look at the top stories in Hollywood. Each week, we'll bring you the latest news on the business of movies, TV, streaming, and tech. So be sure to subscribe on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts, and we'll see you each week on The Wrap Up. Hey, once again, uh, boom, what do I want to say here? What do I want to talk about? Do I want to ask people to subscribe to the show or leave a review if you're digging on it? Not really. I mean, I just appreciate you listening. Subscribing is always great. Uh, and uh, so, yeah, leave it at that. There you go. Hey, we're talking to Jess Haney, uh, and you can follow him on Twitter at Cowboys Addicts. Boom, I did it this time. Cowboys and Addicts. Beautiful. On, on the Twitter. And then, of course, you can read his stuff at InsideOfTheStar.com. The ultimate, the only cowboy site if you're a true believer. And who isn't at this point? Um, so, we come to the Vikings. Herschel Walker trade. Yeah. My Vikings. So, I, I will... I. I uh, let me tell you why they're not my Vikings. You remember the Minneapolis miracle when Stefan Diggs made the catch over the uh, Saints? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and then the next week it was the Philadelphia shit show when mm-hmm. uh, when the Vikings went to Philly and got their asses handed to them. After uh, nearly 40 years of just loving the Vikings and being uh, faithful, I was like, all right, I'm done. If they're on television, I'll watch it. I'm not going to pay direct TV to see these games because I'm out of market now. So I'm kind of indifferent on the Vikings at this point. And the Cowboys and the Vikings have a, have a great history, whether it's Drew Pearson or Randy Moss torching the, oh, by the way, Drew Pearson pushed off. Um, <laughs> Before my time, man. I know, I know. Uh, and then uh, Randy Moss torching the uh, Cowboys in Dallas. Uh, it's 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 been a fun series, and it's it's good that it's it's uh, it's going to happen again this year. I think that's uh, the the Cowboys actually go to Minneapolis uh, for that game, and uh, I see no reason why that's not a win for the Cowboys. Yeah, and especially coming off a of bye week. Yep. Uh, and I think McCarthy had an excellent post bye record. Um, and during his time in Green Bay, if I remember, um, don't have that in front of me, but uh, I don't know if the Vikings are also coming off a bye week, but, uh, yeah, that definitely helps Dallas and, uh, I'll take Dak Prescott over Kirk Cousins. Yeah, me too. Me too. Uh, yeah, we could make a trade if you want. We can do a trade right now, work it out, and then send it to the league office. We'll do uh, – wait, no, wait. You, you, you want Prescott, so. Yeah. Dang it. <laughs> Hopefully he's under contract by then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be good. All right. Uh, so uh, next up is the Redskins uh, coming to uh, Dallas. That's the revenge game, and that's uh, – yeah, that's a win right there. Boom. Yeah. That's, that's Thanksgiving Day game. 
Um, Cowboys don't tend to lose those too often, and they ain't losing that one. Yeah, that's that's a thirty-seven to six game in my mind. So, a big matchup the next week: Cowboys going to Baltimore. Now, Lamar Jackson was just insane last year. He was just like it was unbelievable, and then in the playoffs, he was insane. As in, wow, what happened? Uh, it kind of went uh, sideways on Lamar there. So it's going to be interesting to see how the Ravens do this year. If if last year was kind of a pop up season, or if they're or if they're that good, what do you think? Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. That's that's a big X factor. And who knows by week thirteen? Um, I mean, who knows what any of these teams are? <laughs> I'm, you know, like you said, this is just speculation. Um, I would say that coming off the two wins. Uh, that this will probably be a loss. Um, I don't love. I don't love this game where it sits. Um, but yeah, I think that this one really depends on Baltimore. If Baltimore is building and, and they build on last year, they'll win this game. If they were a, if they're a one year wonder, then yeah, Dallas could easily take it. Yeah, I um, hmm, I'm in. I'm torn on this game a little bit. I'm going to say that this is a loss, even though I don't want to say it. I think I'm going to be wrong there. I think they're going to win this game, but I'm going to say it's a loss. That's their third loss of the season, and that's their last loss of the season in my mind. So I don't, I don't have Baltimore's schedule in front of me, but like for the Cowboys, this will be a because they're going to be. This is a Thursday night game, but they're going to be coming off a Thursday game in Thanksgiving the previous week. Is this a short week for Baltimore? I don't know. Yeah, so that that plays into it too. Yeah, exactly. So, all right. So uh, next up, Cowboys head to Cincinnati. Uh, come on, it's Cincinnati once again. It's like Cleveland. It's just I don't know yeah. what's going on in Ohio. It's just something in the in the water or something. They'll have Joey Burrow at uh, at uh, under center potentially. Um, of course, they they may be in line to get the number one pick again, and then they could draft Trevor Lawrence. So. <laughs> <laughs> Why not, right? Yeah. yeah, you never know. Um I definitely like this one uh for Dallas because on top of it, you know, the Bengals being the Bengals, even though it's in Cincinnati, Dallas is gonna have ten days rest off a of previous week Thursday game. So yep. sets up well. Uh 49ers come to town on December twentieth. It's a Sunday night football game. And uh, once again we talked about uh, Super Bowl teams that lose or losing the Super Bowl, tend not to uh, have uh, great seasons the next season, and uh, so there's no reason why this isn't a win for the Cowboys. Agreed. Yep. And then the Eagles come to town on the 27th, just after Christmas, and that's another win in my mind. Agreed. Uh, yeah, I, Dallas ha- I don't think Dallas has been swept by a division rival since, like, the Giants in 2016. And it was that fluky year where the Cowboys were basically winning every game except their two against the Giants. Uh, so, yeah, I, the Eagles aren't going to beat us twice, so definitely. By the time we get to this point, how um, how do you think the wide receiver core is doing, especially with the addition of uh, C.D. Lamb, the number one pick? You think, you think Dak is lighting it up again? Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I mean, there's just no question – I think that between Kellen Moore's second season, Mike McCarthy's influence, Lamb being an upgrade over Randall Cobb, 
Uh, hopefully J- Blake Jarwin, you know, actually being a mobile player at tight end comp- you know, I love you, Jason Witten, but ugh, the last few years. Um, so yeah, this, I, the offense is going to be really on fire. And um, I, I, I could definitely see lamb having eclipsed Gallup in targets by this point. Wow. Um it, it sets up a lot like I mean, CD Lamb's arrival really is a lot like Des Bryant's in 2010. Uh, when you think about, like at that point, the Cowboys had a, a pretty established starting duo in Miles Austin and Roy Williams. Des came in as the third receiver by the end of the year, especially with Miles Austin being hurt at times. He he'd gotten a lot of time, and Amari Cooper, he'll probably miss some games. So yeah, Lamb's gonna step up big. I'm a big believer in offensive lines, and that's one thing the Cowboys have done right for a long time. Um, going all the way back to the 70s, the 80s, Larry Allen in the 90s. I love Larry Allen. And, uh, and now into the, uh, into the current decade. Uh, Travis Frederick retiring is, I think, that's not good. It wasn't, uh, but there's a couple things I'll say about that. Travis Frederick last year was not the same. Wasn't he? So, oh, okay. No. I mean, so we didn't lose all pro Travis Frederick. We lost him two, two three years ago. Uh, so the Cowboys were still, uh, you know, a playoff team with Joe Looney at starting center in 2018. And I think that they're better equipped now, whether it's Looney, whether it's McGovern or Beatus or, or you know, whoever – whoever ends up playing this year, I think they'll be okay. I don't think there's quite the same big shoes to fill in 2020 as there were when Frederick first you know, missed the season with the neurological disorder two years ago. Right. This is the NFL Reckless Speculation Podcast. We're talking to Jess Haney from InsideOfTheStar.com. You can follow him on the Twitter at Cowboys Addicts. Boom. All right, last game on the schedule. Cowboys at the Giants win. Oh, it's a cold weather game. That scares me a little bit. Yeah, if the Cowboys lose this game, it's because they had everything wrapped up, nothing to play for, and uh, it'll be Andy Dalton's loss, not Dax. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So, yeah, so at this point, I've got them 12 and 3, so it, it may be everything may be wrapped up, so they could finish at 12 and 4 and still. Uh, host in the playoffs. So that brings us to the playoffs. Do you have, so it seems like you had, didn't have as many losses on the schedule as you thought you would. You said you had hit them at 10 and six. Uh, I, I think I only counted five losses in your schedule. Yeah, I guess, I guess so. But that's allowing for the fact that the Cowboys, and again, it's the Mike McCarthy era. So maybe it's not fair, but the Cowboys will always win one or lose one or two that they should have won. Um, and there were a lot of those in recent years, which is why Jason Garrett ain't here no more. Um, but we'll see. I, I definitely think one of these ones that we said, oh, you know, no way they lose this game. They will find a way. Um, the team isn't totally made over just yet. So the playoffs roll around, and even at 10 and 6, they're going to make the playoffs, especially in the NFC East, in my mind, unless some yeah. team really surprises. They'll win the division at 10 and 6, no yeah. question. So how do you think they do? Obviously, you know now that uh, I've got them going to the Super Bowl against the Steelers. 
my uh, reckless speculation there. What's your reckless speculation for the uh, Cowboys season, and when will it end? Uh, I'm thinking that uh, this year we will see at least progression in that the Cowboys will win a playoff game. Hopefully, it's their it's because you know they. Um, if they did well enough in the regular season, maybe they can win that second in the second week, get a first round by. Um, and if not, I, I would hope, hope, hope that at the very least we can get back to the NFC championship game. Haven't done it in 25 years. The roster certainly seems strong enough. And if by the time of the playoffs, things have really gelled with the new coaches and players, it's a definitely a team that can make a playoff run. I'm not going to say super bowl because boy, that would sound homerish. <laughs> and, <laughs> yes. and at the same time, I just, I don't know. It, it, I think that we're a year away. Um, but NFC title game with a loss, which will still feel really good. I feel for these fans who, you know, they think Tony Romo and Des Bryant are the greatest players to ever play for this organization and haven't ever seen the team, you know, advancing into the second half of the playoffs. Did Des, so, dro- did Des drop it or did he catch it? He caught it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he definitely caught it, and Mike McCarthy was was there for it. Uh, so hopefully he he helps us by uh, he writes that wrong by leading this team to greater playoff glory. You're not going to tell me that the uh, Mike McCarthy and the Cowboys lose to the Packers or something in the uh, NFC Championship game, are you? I mean, it, it's pretty <laughs> much always the Packers. So no, no. I, I, I would say that um, could be little Tommy year, Brady. No, it definitely will not be <laughs> Tom Brady. Um, if I if I had to predict, uh, I think our old enemy Sean Payton maybe. Oh, okay. Drew Brees still uh, doing it at uh, forty I can see it. plus. Yeah, he's great. And I, and I could also see it be in Seattle. I'm high on Seattle this year. Are you? Okay. Yeah. There you go. Very nice. All right. Well, I appreciate the time. It was a, it was a fun discussion. And, uh, yeah, let's wrap it up. Big show in the book, NFL Reckless Speculation. It's TC, everybody. And I'll see you in the emergency room. Smartphones have made it easier than ever to capture the moments that matter most in our lives. But all too often, those memories end up stuck on our devices or in the cloud. Fracture prints your digital photos directly onto glass, making your favorite moments come alive in vivid color. Hand-assembled in the USA in our solar-powered facility, Fracture glass prints are a unique and beautiful way to display and share your favorite moments. They also make thoughtful gifts. Simply upload your photo at FractureMe.com, select your size, and your glass print will be shipped to you ready to hang with just one screw. Use code POD15 in your cart to get 15% off your order. Focus on moments that matter with Fracture Glass Prints.